Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. And today we bring you someone who is not new to Business Garage, but in a new capacity. Some of you are saying, We've seen Julius Kabugo so many times. That's what happens when you have impact. We call you back, my friend. Yes, so the last time you met Julius, we were talking about his business, you know, poultry, and many of you reached out to him, and I know he has helped so many of you start out. But today, he's talking about something that is going to impact not only his economy, but also your economy. It's a dream of worship harvest that is part of our church begins on Monday story. We want to be able to change the economic, you know, outlook of our nation, Uganda. And we've been starting out on something. So right now, Julius Kavugo is the leader of Harvest Multipurpose Cooperative. Yes, an initiative of Worship Harvest Ministries. Welcome, Julius. Thank you. Have they muted you? Right there, right there, right there, right there. Yes. Uh, thank you, Pastor B3. It's good to be here. Yeah, in yeah. a different capacity. Yeah, of course. From the last time I met you, I did not another president. You were up. <laughs> <laughs> more coming, more coming. Ju- more coming, yes. So, Julius, welcome, first of all. And let's talk about you and this whole economic thing you know someone is probably watching and saying but this man when he came and he talked about his chicken which who gave you my mom your mom gave you (laughs) and how it started this dream and where we are now and you seem so passionate and so involved that one might be wondering isn't that enough you know is this the first time you find yourself involved in things to do with economic activity cooperatives circles stuff like that what is it? What is your story concerning these things before we even get into the harvest multi, you know, multi-purpose cooperative? Uh, thank you. Um, my story started uh, when I worked for URI. Uh-huh. I remember then I was uh, just uh, a new staff during the restructuring of URI during the Alan Kajina administration. Mm. And uh, I remember one of the commercial banks in this country, mm. as soon as those salaries went up, they sent over 50 of their staff to make sure that uh, everyone signs up for a loan. Wow. And indeed, in no time, 50% of our payroll was being sent to that bank. Oh, and of course, the other 50% getting into people's accounts. In a nutshell, everyone had got a loan with these banks. So just under two years, it was um, obvious that people were struggling yeah. because the loans were eating too much into their incomes. And then the leadership then decided to start a staff circle. I was not among those who started, but I joined. Yes. So when we joined, in no time, we had accumulated some good money that people started leaving the commercial banks to now borrowing from their own money. Wow. Because with a with cooperative you save, and then borrow from that money. In other words, your money, you grow your money. 
So at the end of the day, when your money is grown, you come back and share into those proceeds. <laughs> the URA ASAC has now grown to over 40 billion since then. And wow. Shortly after, in 2011, we moved to KCCA, now the Jennifer Misa administration, where I was, the management staff. Because we've done it at URA, we didn't wait. Yes. So two years into our leadership, we started the KCCA circle, and I was part of management that started that initiative. It is now 18 billion worth of value, and most of the staff in KCCA are not borrowing from banks. They yes. actually use their money. Then at the end of the year, they come together in a meeting, we call it an annual general meeting, and they share into the proceeds. In a nutshell, you actually help your money grow <laughs> by using it to make your economics, your individual economics or finances better. Wow. So because of that, um, quickly realized that how group savings mm. can actually transform, can reduce the cost of life for people. Because when you borrow from banks, that is cost in terms of interest, but also frustration and other things that come along uh, by borrowing from banks. But the worst thing is that the money you pay to the banks don't come back to you. No, it, it goes to the owner of the banks. Mm. Now, with the case with the Uganda, I was trying to check, I think most of our banks are foreign owned. So you're actually patriating the little money we have in our economy to other economies and make other people better at the expense of our people. Our own economy. So that's why I picked uh, this uh, passion about getting people to save together. Yes. And uh, our first. Uh, engagement was with Maisla, the frontier yes. of Magere Mission Community. I uh, wanted to test out how it works out because the previous two, it was institutional. It is Corporate. always easy. Yes. You tell people come in, their level of appreciation of things is much better perhaps yes. than the communities we stay in. Uh, and when we started Maisla in 2019, August, uh, our first day we saved around, we saved one third. 134,000 shillings. Someone watching may not know mm. what Maisla is actually, but it's yeah. a frontier, right? It's a frontier. Yes. Yeah, thank a mission you. community frontier that you Four. started in Magere. Yes. It's a low income community, generally speaking. It is real very low income, com mm. income community. Mm. Uh, people serve between 2,000 to 20,000 shillings a week. Yes. And as of now, they have saved over 50 million shillings. In how many years? Uh, in two, under two years. You guys. And it should have been much better. It should, but COVID. COVID. Our estimation was, our projection was around 120 million by now. But of course, COVID uh, wrecked their incomes, especially the border border guys yes. that serve with us. But now when you look at the impact this initiative is having on these guys. Tell us. In terms of, uh, just last week, one of them got a bike using oh. this money. He has been unemployed, is now employed. We have over 10 women that have started grocery shops that are doing a lot of things. And many more are actually now taking up borrowing. Actually, they are using their money mm. to transform the economy. Initially, they didn't borrow. They had to first save. Mm. Now that they have the money, they are using it to start businesses. At the end of the day, they are going to come back and share into these incomes. And then yes. you go back home with an envelope. Now they can use to do other things. So, Maisla... Um, from in the economic perspective, rather community perspective, mm. gave me this kind of conviction that we can take this to another level. Yes. And uh, today I'm here for Harvest Smart Purpose. Come on. 
And, yeah, uh, but, but it's good to know yeah. that you're not a novice, that you have, this yes. is something you've done before, you've seen its impact yes. in a corporate environment, yes. in a community environment with people who have, you know, not your regular income sort of capacity, but it's a discipline of saving and the power of coming together in a, coming in together. a community. Yes. So Harvest Multipurpose Cooperative. Some people who are watching still remember it as Harvest Investment Club. That doesn't exist anymore. Harvest Multipurpose Cooperative is short for the whole thing. We'll stick with it. He was trying to educate me on what to call it. I told him, we'll stick with Harvest H Multipurpose Cooperative. We're calling it HMC. Yeah, HMC, HMC. please. Yeah. HMC. So can you tell us the story of Harvest Multipurpose Cooperative in terms of... Um, why have we transformed it from uh, an investment club to a multi-purpose cooperative? Why? What's the point? What are the advantages? Why should someone who is watching be excited? First of all, I know that it has grown so much, we had to move from WhatsApp to, to, to Telegram because Telegram, we, it yeah. couldn't handle us anymore. And in a very short period of time when you came in, we felt your impact with your leadership team. But why move from Harvest Investment, inve an investment club, to a multi-purpose cooperative, what's the point and what's the difference? Uh, the difference is that with an investment club is when a group of people come together mm. to save a predetermined amount of money for a given period of time to invest in an agreed-upon uh, investment venture. Mm. In other words, you give yourself three years, if I take that an example, mm -hmm. uh, 20 of you, save one million, each one of you save the same amount of money, mm -hmm. and after three years, you buy, let's say, land, mm -hmm. and as soon as you achieve that, you cross. Oh. You don't go beyond that uh, duration. But in the event that you want to continue, mm. you then identify another investment opportunity you want wow. to invest in as people. And here, everyone is contributing the same amount of money. money. Um, an example, one of the investment club I co-founded, it's called BMH. It's now transforming into Calibre Microfinance. Uh, we started in February last year, saving one million. We are 20 of us. Mm. And our aim is to start a microfinance bank, which is starting next year uh, in 2022. As soon as that happens, we are going to cross. And everyone is aware, all the 20 people are aware, and we have the same shareholding. No one has more. We save mm. the same amount of money. Now, with a multi-cooperative, the difference is that this is, you save for a given period of time. Anyone can join. It is open-ended. You come in and leave when you want. Mm. You save an amount of money. For example, with HMC, we have people are saving 1.5. We have people are saving 500. We have others saving 100,000 shillings. And also, each person can achieve their own investment goal. Because when you bring money together, for example, I'm in poultry, I can come into HMC, borrow money and go and invest into my poultry mm. on my own. So mm. you transform the individual finances of Julius Kabugan and company. At the same time, another person comes in and borrow and maybe invest in Dagan Bragan for Chris Kawesa, mm. for example. Mm. But with an investment club, it is one, all of you have to buy into the same vision. Wow. So that's the difference. Uh, this is what started so many years ago, HIC, Harvest Investment Club. And now we are transforming into an initiative that is going to allow you and me save an amount of money that you can afford to save, and then borrow that amount of money to go and improve your finances individually, mm. if you so want. But it doesn't mean that you cannot do more than that. Perhaps you can do a joint investment if you choose. Yes. You come at ten, rather, 10 of you come together, 
you come to the management of HMC in this case and say, we have our savings, we want a joint loan to go and do business together. That is allowed. But at the same time, the HMC can also do businesses. Mm -hmm. It is, uh, we open to doing anything we want. We can go to mining, we can go to your estates, we can go to, to um, uh, any business, name it, in this country. Because it's like the word says multi-purpose. Yes. You can do all, no, any businesses that you want to, uh, to engage in. So that's the difference. Investment club, period, number of people, invest, cross. Multi-purpose, yes. you go on. So this is going to live for a thousand of years, for as long as wow. Wash Privacy is here, wow. and it's going to be here anyway. Amazing. Yes. That helps give clarity. Talk to us about what some of the impact in terms of numbers. Since it became a multi-purpose cooperative, it's not a long time. But what has happened? How many people have we seen signing up? And yet we've not really been out there pushing as much as we should. How many people have signed up? What do the finances look like? Just give us a picture of what's happening in Harvest Multipurpose Cooperative right now. Um, we started putting things together on the 7th of February. Yes. Um, we have the leadership team. Yes. The Supercom Supervisor Committee. This is a team of three people who supervise the management. Call them the internal audit team yes. of the cooperative. We have the executive, seven of them. We have a staff, the admin, or the CEO for that matter, mm. of the HMC. And over 245 people have so far signed up <laughs> in that season. Come on. We are registered by the government of Uganda. Mm. Uh, we have a number of people who are moving from HIC, that investment club, joining. They came mm. up, they came with a total of 530 millions. Wow. Uh, but also, just the for the month of February, we have saved 102 millions now. Wow. That's what we paid in. Yeah. And, and like you mentioned, we've not moved out to uh, mobilize. Not yet. Actually, many people don't know about this. Perhaps now they now know because mm -hmm. they are watching. Yes. And we expect these numbers to, 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 to go up, uh, especially after today. We expect you're going to sign up. Yes. And, and also as, as we move out. We have also identified uh, ambassadors. We have set up structures in locations. Mm. We have a person out there that's going to be helping people to sign up. They have the knowledge. They have been trained to be in position to say the things I'm, I'm saying right now. Yes. They have the knowledge. They have the capacity. They have the ability. They are great leaders. Mm. So they're going to be reaching out to each one of you uh, to sign you up, to help you know more about this cooperative. And I just want to mention you that this is only for worship harvest. Uh -huh. I know we are being watched in the US, in the UK, everywhere. The only way you can be part of this is by joining worship harvest ministries and more importantly, being a member a of an MC. No community, yes. An <laughs> MC. Why is this important? We need to know more about you because yes. we are going to give out loans, if I may use the word loans. You're going to borrow your money. But mm. even when you borrow your money, we are interested to knowing that you're using it very well. Yes. And the only way we are going to know about that is by reach, reaching you through your MC leader. Yes. We need to know more about you, where, what you're doing, how's business going. If you have struggles, your leader will send a signal and will send a team to come and help you, support you, move with you, and make sure things are working for you. Mm. The good news with the cooperative is that it is member-based. It is member-centered. In other words, we don't want any of our members to struggle. I'll give you an example. Yeah. Uh, during the COVID season, mm -hmm. uh, YSAVE is a multi-purpose cooperative for Watoto Church. Yes. Uh, their members had borrowed money during that season. You just can't believe that 
when the banks were running for their clients to pay up, why is they freezed all the interest? Oh, wow. They said, don't pay any interest. Come down. When you get back to work, wow. start from where the, the open up of the economy will have started. In other words, all the interest that was due for that season wow. was waived. They wow. didn't have to pay that kind of money. Wow. So where are you going to get that kind of partner <laughs> in this economy unless you become the partner of something like this yes. that is going to help you, work with you, hold you, and make sure that you're doing better as an individual economically and financially as your businesses blossom, as your financials become better through wow. savings. Ooh. Ooh. Now, if you're at a location right now and you are that representative of Harvest Multipurpose Cooperative, it would be good for you to stand up right now and just be identified at the location so that people know that you are the person. You can get up right now and let them know you are the person they can sign up with at your location right now if they'd like to be part of Harvest Multipurpose Cooperative. Just get up and wave at the people. Let them know that you are the representative. Julius, I'm, I'm, I love what I'm hearing already. <clears throat> so, tell us a bit about, in terms of number-wise, you, you, you mentioned earlier on in the... First of all, I hope it's clear to you that to join Harvest Multipurpose Cooperative, I wanted to ask who can join. But, but tell us a bit more who can join. They have to be a member of Worship Harvest Ministries and specifically an active member of a missional community. Mission community. Yes, but what else is there? Can children join? Can, can, is there an age limit to this? Uh, what, is there a minimum amount of money they have to save? Like what are the details around how do I, when, if I want to become a member, what must, happen, what must be happening for me? What is in my control? Um, the children are have been allowed. Yay. We had a meeting yesterday and I want to thank the executive that took no time to actually uh, approve this. So our children are also joining. And we are looking forward. I'll tell you this, we are more passionate about the children, especially if you, one person is going to take time. You know, there are things people pray for when God has already directed, God has already instructed or even uh, allowed. It's <laughs> good as allowed. But for the kids, we really request you to get them in, have them sign up, because this is a great opportunity for them. And we're also looking at them being the next leadership of this yes. initiative. So we have that kind of interest. But to become a member, um, you first of all pay 50,000 shillings for a membership. It's a one-off. You pay once, you don't pay again. Perhaps the only risk is that if you don't join this year, next year is going to be much higher. Definitely. The model is that you have to compensate those who take the risks ahead of you so better be part of this risk <laughs> if there is any. Uh, secondly, uh, you buy shares. Mm -hmm. Then when you become a member and therefore an owner, because when you join, you become part of the owners. Mm -hmm. You have to buy some shares. And the minimum you buy are five. Each share goes for just 10,000 shillings. I know of uh, members who have bought shares worth 10 million, 15 million, 5 million. People are buying up shares. Yes. They know what this means mm -hmm. and where it's going. But just five shares grants you membership uh, in HMC and you save just a minimum of 100,000 shillings per month. But like I said, we have people who are saving 5 million, 21, 500, but just 100,000 shillings are the bare minimum, bare minimum. You per, per month. Is there a maximum? No. Is there a limit? You, you can save as much as you, you, possibly, yeah. you possibly can. Perfect. So I hope that's clear for you on how can you be a member. So now let's talk statistics. 
in the in the in the in the segment where we were introducing you, you talked about how these cooperatives have become really really turned around economies. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? What what do you mean? Because I'm watching and I'm thinking it's just for my personal economy. How does my personal economy affect the national economy? Where has this actually worked before? Uh, what, yeah. So if you can talk to us about that. Yeah, first of all, the cooperatives started in 1884 <laughs> in Britain, wow. uh, just at the brink of the first industrial revolution. <laughs> um, those days, people used to use their hands to manufacture goods and sell, mm. and it was quite expensive for society. So they started demanding for them to reduce uh, prices, but obviously it was hard. So what the guys then did they went into using machinery to go for mass production. Now, the guys who were using their hands, it became very difficult for them to compete. So they decided to come together, set up a shop in a bid to reduce the cost of production in rent and other costs, mm. so they could sell together mm. other group. Yes. There are 28 of, 28 of them. And that's how cooperatives now emerged. Mm. Around 1895, the International Cooperative Alliance was established to try and guide and give standards and improve and guide people. And since then, we now have around 3 million cooperatives across the wow. world. Uh, so oh, this wow. 3 million, 12% of the world population is membership to, to cooperatives. And they employ 10% of the world's employed population. Wow. And just around three, the biggest around 300 cooperatives in, across the world. And they generate a turnover of 2.4 trillion dollars, US dollars. That's their capacity and having a lot of money. So when you go to countries like Canada, um, they're doing well. They have around 5,800 of them. Uh, they're cooperatives. Offering cooperatives. And 80 million of their population are members in there. They're employing around 95,000 people in Canada. But I think the greatest story that uh, I like most is in Kenya. Mm -hmm. Tell us. Kenya has 22,000 of them. My goodness. I think the biggest one is called Marim, is for teachers, and their asset base is 400 $444 million. It's quite huge. But the greatest thing, the greatest story here is that those cooperatives contribute 45% of Kenya's GDP. Wow. GDP is the value of goods and services produced wow. in a nation. So in a nutshell, 45% of Kenya's production is coming from cooperatives. Now, the other thing is they contribute 31% of Kenya's savings and deposits of the nation, 31%. All these accounts, deposit savings are with cooperatives. Wow. And that's why you must have observed that many Kenyan banks are running to come here. Yes. Because the business has died out. So we are on, it's only in Uganda where we cannot save and use our money. It's in Uganda where people have to look out for someone with money and use their money to run your business. No wonder they take out these businesses from us because at the end of the day, it's their businesses. In Uganda, we are picking up. Um, we have around 21,000 shillings. That sounds like a good news. But the bad news is that they are contributing 2.68% of the national GDP, which is very, very bad news. And to make matter perhaps more interesting, is that these 21,000 cannot be able to trust because many of them are opened up for receiving political mm. money, if you know what I mean. And as soon as this money is shared out, they these cooperatives down. close and no one 
among, uh, follows up to find out what happened, how even help them get back onto their feet. Wow. Uh, ours is different. Mm. There's no political money. Please. This is our money. <laughs> it's going to live, it's going to stay, and we're going to build it to be the best in this country because I trust you guys yes. that we have the capacity to make discount, to make it massive. Absolutely. So in other words, they are very instrumental. Uh, Brazil has the biggest number, uh, followed by Norway. Now, when I talk about Norway, the countries Norway. I'm talking about, they are developed countries. Yes. But they are relying on cooperatives. And the biggest is in Japan. Uh, it has a membership of 1.5 million people. It's a consumer cooperative. <laughs> and it is doing massive, massive things for, for the people. They're dealing in shopping malls uh, around Japan. So when you go to the shopping mall and buy, two things happen. One, you're discounted on those goods. Wow. Secondly, at the end of the year, you come back and share into any profit that you commit to that cooperative, including the profits of those who are not members to, to the cooperative, to that <laughs> cooperative of yours. So literally, people are walking to the mall working for you if you are a member of, of that cooperative. cooperative. Yeah, so that's the global outlook in as far as cooperatives are concerned. Yeah, and, and we like to see global so that we know where we are going. Listen to me, worship harvest people. There's a word on this house. There's a word we've heard about how we are an economic powerhouse. But also there's a word on this house that, that we are going to be part of the huge change agent of the national economy of Uganda. And there's even a timeline to it. Now, I want to encourage you not to be on the sidelines, but to get involved. This is one of the vehicles for economic renewal. Get involved. Get involved. Get involved. Join a missional community. Join the cooperative. And let's move forward. But my last question to you, Julius, is what, what does the future look like for Harvest Multipurpose Cooperative? What do you see? What are the dreams you're seeing for us? You've just taken us to the global perspective. I'm already seeing myself as a part owner of malls and, and such good things. Um, yeah, but, but also, what do, you, what do you see for Harvest Multipurpose Cooperative? What does the future look like for us? Um, quite massive, if I may start yeah. that way. But the immediate, we... We want to help people own land and mm. build houses. So that is just as immediate as you had it. Mm. Because we know that there are so many people that would want to own that plot of land and build a house. But perhaps because you're earning 1.5 million, this is possible for you. Imagine if you're going to save this man on a monthly basis with all the bills you have plus the landlord, how long is that going to take you? Mm. We have an opportunity with the money that we are saving to buy a junk, big, big junk piece of land out there, divide it, and give everyone an opportunity to own that piece. You may yes. pay it for three years, five years, whatever the duration, but at an amount that you can afford in the range of between 100,000 shillings, 150, or even 500, depending on the duration. And when you pay this money, the interest that you pay in is part of the income that's going to be declared to you at the end of the year. Wow. We also have an eye on the malls, the real estates, yes. setting up estates for, for our communities. Mm. Uh, we imagine if you go to a certain area, you buy land, you build so many houses, and on top of that, you establish a church there yes. as part of the location. So those are the things we are going to look at. We are looking at investing in businesses, kingdom businesses. So many businesses have been coming here. Mm. And 
previously, my focus was on learning what these guys are doing different from my business. Now I'm interested in knowing how much money is coming out of those businesses and if we can have a share into those businesses. So if you one person who had a dream of investing in the mining industrial business and you didn't have an opportunity, you can do this through HMC. Yes. If I had to invest in my poultry, for example, you admire my poultry and say, how I wish I would invest there. If we find it um, a good business for us, we have an opportunity to buy into such a business. Mm -hmm. And as a member of HMC, you become a part owner. So in the end, they just send us our money, our dividends, and then we share this money and go back home and have our time and enjoy ourselves. But more importantly, we need to secure the future of our children. Yes. We must get these guys signed up. If you're not ready, sign up your child. Wow. Um, uh, yesterday, uh, HI 2020 received two babies from Nelly and uh, Jennifer. Congratulations. <laughs> so this morning I was thinking if those two guys are signed up today and they're just saving 100,000 shillings um, and perhaps at a rate of 10% return on investment, by the time they are 30, they will have a billion shillings in their wow, account. Wow, those children. By the time they are 30. And I want you to imagine with me if someone saved a hundred thousand shillings for you when you are a baby because many of us are now 30 <laughs> and then you find a billion shillings on your account what would that be for you do it for your children if you feel you need some time to pray about this wow please do it for your child sign them up put in that hundred thousand shillings which i know many of us spend on things that we don't even look back to and make them billionaires and millionaires in no time so we are looking, as the future is so many of us signing mm. up, billions, trillions of money in this fund mm. and having an economic impact on this economy. Wow. Thank you so much, Julius. You can sign up at your location. You saw that person right there. You can talk to your mission or leader. And of course, you can go to our website, www.worshipharvest.org forward slash harvest multipurpose cooperative. Or you can just go to about us and under it, you'll find the link, our cooperative. If you go there, you'll be able. But remember to sign up. You need to be a member of Worship Harvest Ministries and an active member of our mission or community. And now please help me welcome the leader of Business Garage here in Worship Harvest, Pastor Chris Kwesa. Thank you, Pastor B3. Uh, Julius, again, <laughs> yeah. it's a pleasure uh, to be here with us this morning. Talk about something different. Yeah? Uh, someone told us that Julius is back. Like he's been at Business Guide for 10 times. <laughs> so the impact you create every time you come is powerful. So yes. uh, thank you for that. Every time you speak, you're encouraging people. You have vision and passion for everything you do. Yeah? And for this particular case, passion for development, uh, to see people better, especially around finances. I don't know how you keep those numbers in your head. Eh, my goodness. Uh, he has everything he does, he has the digits from, from the community to the nation to the region globally. Yeah? So that's, that's a skill uh, you need to, to, to lay hands on me for. Now, uh, first of all, uh, just tell us about who you're following. Mm. Who are we following as HMC? There's a story behind there. Just to give people encouragement that uh, this, this is not a new thing. Just tell us briefly on that. Yeah, we, we've chosen YSEF. We are following YSEF and there have been 
very, very, very supportive. I'm really, I want to pay tribute to yes. Mr. Dancer Niksule of YSEF, who has been available for all of us. He has actually opened all the doors. We opened up the back account in just three days. We got registered in under a month. Uh, he's been giving us everything that we needed. Uh, we've also chosen FIC. FIC is Francisco, Franciscan Investment Cooperative Society of uh, St. Francis. Yes. So we are meeting them on Tuesday to learn more about them. And then we are also pursuing Reapers. Reapers is for Full Gospel Church. Wow. So we're focusing on kingdom cooperatives because these guys are doing incredible things. And we are very glad that church, the body of Christ has taken this yes, up as well because yes. obviously this is in safe hands. So those yes. are the guys we are following and they are very supportive. Okay. Thank you. Now, we're going to talk about our nation, our country and building nations. Uh, you mentioned that most of the banks, if not all, are not local. The banks at least uh, that we access, business people access, because we're talking to business people largely, yes. where people go to for money are really not local banks. And uh, on the, at the same time, we have so many people saving their money, but they can't borrow from those savings groups or circles. Uh, personally, if I want an overdraft, I can't go to my savings groups <laughs> because they say we can't borrow that much or whatever the case might be. And now we know that in Uganda, the law on repatriation of money is not there. Uh, the foreign, uh, I think Foreign Exchange Act allows the governor only three months to halt repatriation of any money. Only three. So basically, we have so many banks with a growing economy, and they can take them, the money back to their economies. <laughs> what builds nations? Are build, nations are built through savings and profits. So if the biggest economy is taking their profits out of the country, then we have nothing to invest in the country. That's why you see growth of an economy. You see statistics have grown up, but most of the businesses, first of all, the investors can take their money away. Yeah. The banks can take their money away. So as much as the GDP can grow, there is actually no real growth. Because the money they're talking about is the salaries they are paying people here. Very few people reinvest their money here. Mm. Okay? So we are dealing with a big elephant. Yes. And we need to handle it. We can call in investors as much as we can, but if there's, repatri if there's no law stopping people from repatriating money, all the money we, they, we make for them or they make from us, whatever the case might be, leaves the country. Mm. Now, what I like with stories like this, and I'm going to ask you a question related to this, is that our profits are going to stay here. Yes. Yeah? We're not going to take away our what? Then we can build the malls, we can build all these businesses. So, the best, the best, the only way to invest money is in a business. We get our savings in many circles and savings groups and put them on fixed deposits or on other accounts where they make little money. Mm -hmm. So the banks eventually bring them to your and my business. Yeah? So we want you to tell us what products do you have for businesses because we want to save their, invest directly in businesses so that we can make the 40% which the bank makes and gives you the person who has fixed their money at 2%. So tell us as business people and those ones are watching out there, what products do you have for us, as in things for me and you, where we can come and use our money to make our businesses work, as opposed to running to a bank, even when we have savings? Yeah, we, we're already discussing this. Uh, it has not come to 
conclusion that I'll share. We, we want to have a product for specifically for businesses because we know that uh, their challenges are different, a little different from yeah. the individual challenges. Mm. So we're going to have room where businesses save a certain amount of money, we'd set a minimum, which money will be available for businesses to use and scale and grow their businesses, in other words. So that, that one is coming. But also in sight, uh, one of the things we have in the future is um, uh, having an arm of a bank as well. Perhaps a microfinance in the next three to five years. A microfinance and then go to a bank to give businesses all the banking services that they need that will be backed by the saving that you already have in a, in a, uh, in a, a cooperative. Because if you have 40 million in a cooperative, why 40? 400 million in a cooperative, and then you want to access a facility within a bank, the savings you have are actually backing you up. You don't have to bring up collateral or something. Mm. You use your savings to access a facility with a bank or micro, microfinance, and then go and, and run your businesses. So that is being worked on, and in no time we are going to get to you guys and give you room to, to do these savings. We have you at heart, and you can take care of it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Julius. And we are looking forward to HMC. Friends, we encourage you people. You might not need it today. You, might need, you will need it tomorrow or next year. And like I said, we are passionate about the family. Yeah? Business people with families, your businesses, we have a product that I think is going to do amazing things, especially because God has given us a word as yeah. a church. Yeah. So thank you very much, uh, Pastor. Uh, Julius, Pastor Julius, even for your leadership, and we're looking forward to a great uh, cooperative. Over to Thank you, Pastor. You. Wow, come on, people in the studio audience, let's appreciate Mr. Julius Kavugo for such an incredible interview and education. I hope that you're not going to walk out of here thinking about what to do. If you're a member of Worship Harvest, and you're, um, and you're not yet a part of a missional community, sign up then sign up for Harvest Multipurpose Cooperative. Yeah, come on, do it quickly. And let's just, let, let's, let's be part of the story of the economic renewal and transformation of this nation. And of course, if you're watching and you've never met Jesus Lord of your life, we never close any broadcast without giving you the opportunity to take part in the greatest miracle. The biggest investment God made on the earth was giving us his son, Jesus Christ, that through him we might have access to life in all its fullness. And I want to invite you to do that right now. It's so simple. I want to invite you to say yes to Jesus, to make him your Lord and your savior. Wherever you are, if you can just put your hand up. You don't need an audience. You just need to put your hand up. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me. Today, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Take my life and do something significant with it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.